back to the One Two Kentucky Blue Podcast. I am your host, Coach John Spurlock. Thank you so much for tuning in today. In my episode today, I'm going to be talking about the sport of weightlifting. Yes, snatch, clean and jerk, throwing a barbell overhead. We love it here, and I'm going to talk through our mock weightlifting competition that we are going to have amongst our strength and conditioning coaches. And I'm also going to touch on the history and the legacy of weightlifting in Kentucky. I hope you enjoy this episode. Next week, our strength staff is going to hold a mock weightlifting competition with the main goal to give our younger strength coaches a chance to compete and experience a weightlifting competition without having to jump through some of the hoops that you have to to compete at an official sanctioned USA, USAW local weightlifting competition. And some of those, those obstacles are you have to get a USAW membership, you have to pay a sign-up fee. More than likely, there's going to be some sort of travel involved. So we're taking out all the headache work and we're just going to hold our own mock weightlifting competition. And in this episode, I want to talk through the details of what our meet will look like and then also touch on the history of weightlifting within our Kentucky strength and conditioning staff and the state of Kentucky as a whole. But starting with our mock weightlifting competition, like I mentioned, our number one goal is to give our young strength coaches an opportunity to compete and understand how a competition runs. I feel like it's very important for strength coaches to have an understanding of the barbell sports and at least have the baseline knowledge of how a competition runs. What our meet is going to look like, it's going to be kind of a blend of some of the official rules and then there's going to be some rules that are in the gray area that we'll just tackle as we go through it. But the overall gist of the competition um, will be very similar to what you would see at an official sanctioned event where we will have three attempts on snatch, three attempts on clean and jerk. We will follow the standard uh, timing blocks where if you are following yourself, there will be a two minute clock. If you are following somebody else, it will be a one minute clock. Coach Wood earlier this week gave our staff a quick rundown on how to count attempts so that everybody can better plan their warm-up sets. And then in terms of judges, Coach D is out with his knee injury, so he's not going to be competing, so he's going to be our center judge. Everybody else that has competed in the sport of weightlifting before in the past will rotate in and out as the side judges. And then everybody's going to have a role in loading the barbell. Things that I don't care about that you won't see at our weightlifting competition is the official lifting attire. I'm not gonna expect everybody to wear a singlet. And there are some rules that are out there. Um, the one example I can give to you is, and this wasn't a rule when I was competing back in the day, but as you approach the bar before an attempt, if you touch it with your foot, apparently you get uh, red lights for that. We're not gonna be following that rule because I just think it's a little bit silly. Moving outside of the weightlifting competition, I wanted to touch on the sport of weightlifting and how uh, and the history that has had amongst our staff, the University of Kentucky, and like I said, even the Commonwealth of Kentucky. And I wanted to start on that grander scale. So looking at the entire state, it's, I think it's super important to know that some of the best weightlifting coaches in the nation have a connection to Kentucky. The first one I want to talk about is Dr. David Persley, who was my coach when I uh, first started in the sport. 
Dr. Uh, Persley, uh, better known as Doc, has had many roles within USAW and the IWF. He has been a competitor. He has stood on the podium at world competitions. He has obviously been a coach. He has also been heavily involved in the referee process and certification. And he has also been a physician at both the national and international level. Next person I wanted to talk about was Dr. Kyle Pierce, who was Kendra Ferris's coach in Louisiana back in the day. But it's important to know that Dr. Pierce is an alum of Western Kentucky University. He often told me that he would drive up to Lexington to train uh, with Doc Persley back in the day when they were still in school. But Dr. Kyle Pierce is a USAW Hall of Famer, and he was a huge help in helping me establish and start Central Kentucky Weightlifting. And we'll talk about Central Kentucky Weightlifting uh, in a little bit. Last person I wanted to bring up was Coach Mike Bergner, better known as Coach B. Coach B is probably one of the most recognized weightlifting coaches in the United States, but it's important to know that he got his master's degree from UK in exercise physiology back in the day. Even more important that it's good to know that he was Coach Tracy Simmons, weightlifting coach, when she lived in California and uh, was working at UCLA. And Coach B and Steph's relationship that is going to help me trans, uh, transition into the sport of weightlifting and our Kentucky strength staff. So like I said, uh, Steph worked under Mike Bergner uh, when she was competing in the sport of weightlifting. And then when Steph came to Kentucky, she brought all the knowledge that she had retained from Coach B to Kentucky and is a big reason why the Olympic lifts are a huge part of our training philosophy here. But Steph's passion for weightlifting spilled into Scott Willis and eventually spilled into me. And Willis and I used to travel to Ohio, Tennessee, and Georgia to compete at local weightlifting meets. Because back in the day, there were no local uh, weightlifting competitions in Kentucky, and they were very hard to find. And there being no weightlifting community in the state of Kentucky was a big reason why I started Central Kentucky Weightlifting, which was Kentucky's first official USAW club. And then I started Central Kentucky Weightlifting in 2010. And then prior to that, there was Cincinnati Weightlifting. And then after I started Central Kentucky Weightlifting, Ben Carter started a Bluegrass Barbell in Louisville. And I tell you this because myself, Chris, and Ben, we were able to create and form this awesome, somewhat underground weightlifting community within the Lexington, Cincinnati, and Louisville area. And instead of going to a weightlifting competition in Georgia, which was a heck of a, um, a drive and a lot of hassle to get to, Myself, Ben, and Chris were able to set up rotating local weightlifting competitions in our little triangle area of Cincinnati, Louisville, and Lexington. And it was such an awesome experience to get to know them as coaches, their athletes, and really just to have the camaraderie around the sport of weightlifting. Um, but being more direct with our staff, so Steph brought weightlifting to Kentucky. Willis and I were on board 100%. I was one of the members that helped um, build the weightlifting community 
in our little uh, tri-state area. But then there were quite a few other strength coaches that continued the legacy of weightlifting as a Kentucky strength coach. There was Bridget Hamill and Ryan Metzger. Both of them have competed at multiple national level events. Uh, then there was also Adam DeFelice, Matt Vogel, and even Coach DeVrent has competed at the local level. And then currently on our staff, we have Stephen Wood, Brendan McDonald, and Emily Guyman that are currently on our Kentucky staff that are currently competing in the sport of weightlifting today. And that leads me into, uh, and this is kind of the, the motivation I had to create this episode because it was a few weeks ago, but I ran into my weightlifting coach, Doc Persley, at the Home Depot. Uh, I was walking out, he was walking in. But I tell you this because we had a short conversation, but the last thing I left him with was, hey, just so you know, there are still Kentucky strength coaches competing in the sport of weightlifting. And even though he was wearing his uh, COVID-19 uh, mask, I could see his face light up. I knew he was grinning ear to ear because it brought him such joy that weightlifting in Kentucky at the University of Kentucky is still strong and steady. Moving on to my last point. So I, I, I think it is extremely important that as strength coaches, we continue to practice our craft. And at Kentucky, the Olympic lifts are a big part of who we are. And it doesn't matter if you're young or old. I truly believe that whatever your training philosophy is as a strength coach, you need to continue to train for something in some way, shape, or form. So since Olympic lifts are so big at Kentucky, I think it's very important for our strength coaches to continue to train the Olympic lifts so they can better master their craft of coaching and programming those lifts as well. And as I was typing that out a few uh, days ago, it led me to my next concept. Is, and, and that's even as a strength coach, even after your playing days are over and you're no longer a student athlete, it's still knowing the difference between working out and training. Huge difference between just working out versus training. Working out is an activity with no clear purpose or goal. While training, what we expect our student athletes to do, has intention, there are goals, and you are training for something. And as a strength coach, I feel it is extremely important that we continue to train. I believe it helps us keep our edge and I also believe that it helps us better relate to our student athletes on so many levels, but it helps us understand or reconnect with the ups and downs of the stresses we place on our body. So even coming back to our staff's mock weightlifting competition, like I said, the overall goal was to give our young coaches an opportunity to compete in the sport of weightlifting, understand how a competition runs with, without them having to worry about travel and registration fees and all that other stuff. But on the side part of it, my other goal was hopefully them training for this mock weightlifting meet sparks something. It lights a fire underneath them. And whether they fall in love with weightlifting, which would be awesome, but even I want them to fall in love with the notion of training for something and competing. And like I said, even if they don't continue to compete in the sport of weightlifting, I still hope that spark and that fire is lit so they just continue training for something. 
like I said, I feel like that that is so important for us as strength coaches to continue to do even after our playing days are over. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Just like always, if you have any questions or comments for us, please don't hesitate to reach out to us by email at ukstrength at uky.edu. Thanks and go Cats.